thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. It doesn't so much hurt my ears as that it makes my brain feel like it flips over, like does a 180 <laughs> this way inside my head. <laughs> Where am I? All right. You just pop into an alternate dimension for a second there. Take three. Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. From Asmacore Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? 148. 148, motherfuckers. I'm ready. I'm yeah. Kurt. Well, I'm Chris. I'm Aaron. I'm Jay. And I'm ready. Yeah. Let's roll. Rich, it, Rich okay. this week, the wild card. Which is a wild card. Maybe he'll show up. I left my Skype open, you know. Doors unlocked. Is that a euphemism? He can just, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Skype. Yeah, because that's what the kids are using. <laughs> left my Skype open. You know what to do. Is your ire sufficiently raised? I feel like this is going to be a... What's the word I'm looking for? Irrelevant? No, maybe. <laughs> I read too many HuffPo articles this week. Well, that'll do oh, it. That's sure my problem. liberal now. No, I, <laughs> you know, I realized, like, how... It was a even, joke. <laughs> no, no, honestly, like, when we first started on Regimented, I think, even since then... I was a lot more liberal then. <laughs> Two years ago, I was much more liberal than I am now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't realize that until the other day. Yeah, you get older. It, it happens quick. Yeah. Cynicism. Like, <laughs> begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> is, 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 it, is it just Listen a... Hear like, about it. <laughs> Like something in you just hardens. And you're like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Fuck you. Fuck everyone. Your heart we're stops just, yeah, bleeding. The thing, though, is starts, right now, we're at the fuck you, fuck everyone. crusting over. <laughs> yeah. In another 10 years, we're going to be at the fuck it stage. You know? <laughs> fuck it. Well, who knows? Fuck it all. <laughs> That's why... Like, I guess if you've had the same politics your whole life and you are that static of a of a person, that's fine. Yeah, my opinions but that, change. But I don't understand when people are like, you know, I'm a dyed-in-the-wool Republican. I'm like, no matter what? Like, you see what's happening now? Yeah. You see, see, Aaron, but here's but, the thing. I still think you're liberal. I just think, think about everything is just shifting to crazy. Yeah. So now you yeah. look... Well, you're going, what the yeah. fuck? And now you feel conservative. <laughs> so that's the thing is you're going, what the fuck? Where did that go? Right. Like, where did you guys go? Well, it kind of, I mean, it leans so, more libertarian, yeah. kind of jumping over conservative. Yeah. Kind of like a puddle. And just, whoop, just kind of skip over it. Todd was right, though. Todd Zilla was right. Todd. Todd Zilla. Uh, what, um, no, no, yeah. no, I know. I was, just saying Todd his, was right. I was just saying his name. He was right. Todd. Yeah. Todd. You know, he, he said it, you know, when I was saying I was a libertarian, this is like fucking episode. He called you out for he being did, a libertarian? He didn't call me out. He educated me. Yeah. And that was cool. Like, you know, I can at least be educated, right? But he was like, he used to identify with libertarians until he realized that they don't really do anything. They don't want to, like, rock the boat. Well, that's kind you know, of their whole wanna, thing. Right. Because <laughs> really, if, right. if you get down to it, their right. whole thing is... Live and live let, let live. live. Yeah, yeah, I understand, but it's like sometimes, like to get to that point, you just gotta like fucking fuck it all up, you know. 
You got to get in there. You got to fucking get in there. If you're going to be Harry Johnson, he should have got in there in November. Uh, Yeah, you can. Uh, I just don't think. But I think I I think he kind of looked at at. uh, I'm not not to talk about him when he's not here, but since he's not here, no. Hey, I I was saying. I mean, just. I think he looked at libertarianism and and anarchy as opposites. When I uh, I think of them as very kind of close cousins. Well, I mean, there's different types of libertarians, right? I mean, you know, there's. Oh, trust me. There's. Everyone has parts of their party they don't want affiliated with such party. I'm 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 very on the edge. I'm, I wouldn't even call myself libertarian. I just happen no. to agree with Gary Johnson more than any other viable candidate at this point. Well, I he, guess you can't really call him viable, but he, he might viable. get into the debates. Maybe. He's going to get that 15% and get on the stage and talk about that how criminalizing drugs is a crime. That's fantastic. Is he going to talk about the TPP as well? The what? What? The Ebola. Trans, the Ebola. Yeah, the Trans-Pacific <laughs> Partnership. Like, where we're going to fucking ship a bunch of jobs down to, like, uh, he, the Philippines and shit like that? He, Ebola. He very well may. I don't know. I hope so, because he's, pro, he's pro that shit. Yeah. He's pro, yeah. I'm not pro that. You'll have to educate me a little bit more. Uh, I have to look it up. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's just we, a, it's a trans-Pacific partnership, right? Kind of like a NAFTA type of deal. Yeah. It, but it's with, like, the Philippines and... Um, I, I don't know all the specific countries. I can look it up because I have Google right here, but I didn't want to be all millennial about it. <laughs> Those of us in Michigan can remember how well NAFTA went around here. Yeah, ooh, that's why I'm, you know. Uh, remember the automotive industry? Yeah. I'm just not really keen on a, a trade deal right now, not with the way the world economy is rolling. You know, this is maybe in a little while when we like can stabilize things out and – Maybe if we had like people in office that would prosecute these fucking bank turds that are totally fucking our economy up still to this day, they're getting away with shit, you know. Well, I, I read a story about how uh, I guess Europe sued Apple. Yeah, for fourteen billion uh, or no, thirteen billion um, euro. They're, they're, the UK or the yeah, the, uh, EU is trying to sue Apple. Uh, Authority slapped on Apple. Uh, all right, huge, 13, huge thirteen billion dollars for back tax Ireland, right? bill. Yeah. Two point four trillion in untaxed earnings parked offshore by U.S. companies. Oh, that's a, but it's okay, thirteen a, billion dollars is what they want in taxes. Right, that's Apple's. Yeah, that's what they want of it. Yeah, this this article is saying two point. It's estimated that two point four trillion of income. Yeah, uh, of all the companies that are doing this shit. Right. So, but Ireland's like, no, we don't want it. So Ireland, Ireland is one of the. Uh, they're thirteen million dollars or thirteen billion dollars. That's what this is all. Oh, the they, is about. Oh, they want no part of it. Yeah, it's the EU, like going, no, we Ireland is owed this thirteen billion dollars, and Ireland's going, no, we're not. We made a deal because they uh, Apple pay point like point zero five percent in taxes right. while they were there. Apple said, "Hey, Which is still more money next than next rounds on us, Ireland." Yeah, right. <laughs> Everyone went, "Yay!" The Irish are like, "Fuck you, man! We made this deal. We don't, you know, you're fucking it up for all yeah, of us. Yeah, you're fucking it up. What are you doing? We made this fucking deal. What is it? Your fuck fucking up. business? It's the EU. But you know, EU. What's going to happen though is if they pay that thirteen billion dollars, that money all goes towards their debt, which means it gets sucked into the EU. Mm-hmm. So." 
Yeah, this is a major power play for the EU. It goes right. This is. I mean, this is their next move after losing England. Yeah, yeah. This is how they're going to make up the difference is uh, by suing the fuck out of companies that they think are cheating on their taxes. That was really dumb of the EU to let that happen. That was really fucking dumb. <laughs> that was really dumb. It's it's going to be a disaster. Isn't oh, it? it is. It's crumbling. That's why I don't want any part of this like Trans-Pacific Partnership yet. Like not right. yet. It's not right now. Because yeah. if Europe, you know, if all the EU is crumbling, who it's going to affect everything. Yeah. You know, I don't want to. F- no, not yet. Not right now. Like put the brakes on that shit. Like put it on a shelf. Be like, we'll come back to that when shit's stabilized. You know, um, I know that's they're they're trying to make it more stable. By doing this Trans-Pacific Partnership, right. you know, because uh, it, it means it's going to f- infuse even more of our money into the world economy. You know, we're not really going to benefit from it except for from goods and products. There's not going to be any kind of like intellectual gain per se. You know, it's a power move. So all of a sudden we can fucking take over that area. You know, oh, mm-hmm. we now own your economy, kind of like China owns ours. Yeah. Right. You know, so I don't like that idea. I just don't like it. Not right now. Shit needs to change. You know. But wouldn't this uh wouldn't this take it wouldn't erase any of our debt with China, but wouldn't this take a little bit of power away from China? I don't as the uh, idea of them being the sole country that can provide the goods cheaply enough and in mass quantity enough for Americans. But nobody wants anything of ours except for like carbon fiber and fucking silicone and right. you know they don't want anything else and that doesn't provide any jobs here. Right. It, I mean not really per se because it's all automated shit. That's right. So you know our you know, we have really expensive goods that they want. Right. We they have a ton of shit. Yeah, that you guys we want. like Fender guitars, right? Well, I mean, I don't want all of our any like mo- more American. Most of them are made in America, yeah. North America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, technicalities. Hundred percent pure beef. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, next to the filler. <laughs> but there's nothing hundred percent pure beef in it. Beef is a general term that refers to something that comes from the cow. Right. All of this came from the cow. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every bit of it. We're using the term beef loosely. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's right. No, I, I, I would be totally cool with a, a world economy if, like, shit was cool everywhere. You know what I mean? Or majority of shit was cool, but there's a couple countries that were a little bit flailing, and we're like, hey, here you go. We're going to just do this partnership with you and like save your economy and benefit ours because we're just an economy of consumers and we want our shit cheaper and we can't afford to fucking make the garments here because the wages everywhere else. Mm -hmm. So unless the wages were increased with the economy increase, not just like the amount of jobs, but right. Is there any part of this deal that says if we're going to be doing more trade with you, you have to take better care of your workers? Yes, that's no. I mean, that's the thing is like it's that's not what's going to happen, right? You know. So, As a matter of fact, if there was this, like some humanitarian this, fucking this gives clause in there, more leverage to the companies in uh, right. in Asia, right? 
that are going to take advantage of this, and it's all going to end up on the workers' backs, as it usually does. Yep. And every, the uppity-ups will fucking make even more money, and we'll just stay down at the, you know, and there'll be poor people. And not just, mm-hmm. I don't mean just poor people. There'll be, like, people with that, that don't have food, because some people choose to be poor, and some people choose to be homeless, so... You know, some people do. Some people are just transient, and that's how they want to live. And that I respect that. But yeah. you know, now, they, they should eat, and they should get access to clean water. I mean, if, if I were to put my businessman's hat on, I could say that. Well, you're if by opening up the market in this way, you're not so much making it a, a fight or like. A, trying to strengthen other Asian countries and take that power away from China. You're just creating more of an open market, which is always a good thing. That's what our our economy is based on. That's why we're able to, to grow in the way that we have. You have competition. Right. Right. And maybe that competition to make better products involves having to pay people more, or focus more on, on skilled labor than just general labor, uh, have the concepts such as a living wage. Of course, you can't just trust that countries will do this. No. And this doesn't seem to be the case for most Asian countries. Well, and also from like a military, I won't say perspective, because I don't have any military background, but from a t- tactical perspective, it would be really good to have those people <clears throat> on our cash tit. You know what I mean? Like, if they're more on our cash tit than China's cash tit, then they're going to side with us more than they're going to side with China, so we can Mm -hmm. build bases even closer to China. Well, we have a lot of entertainment to export, right? Don't they like our movies and shit? Yeah, they just bootleg the shit, though. I know. That's all they did get it. probably only so many times. Have you guys seen Man Bang? No. That's the... uh, Look it up. Let's see if they have a little... If we can see a little bit of Man Bang. You know, uh, I don't have my no, safe no, search no, on, no, right? No space. <laughs> it's all right. That's no not, space. Maybe uh, <laughs> North, I'm not looking at the screen until you North find exactly Korea what you want. Man bang. Oh, I'm gonna not look at that screen until. What's the younger Kim? Uh, the uh, the new Kim Jong Il. Jong Il, yeah. Kim Jong Kim Jong Il. Yeah. Yeah. He he's got uh, a channel that I guess is just all TV shows about him. Or maybe I'm the name sure of the TV. It, maybe it's just a TV show called Man Bang. I watched a documentary on. I've, I think I've discussed this in another podcast, another show that we did. Um, By the way, jamming yeah. Google images for Man Bang. Not yeah. a penis in sight. A lot of wallets. Yeah. What is that? See, there's a. Leave some butthead. Did you did you search search North Korea? Like I found an article on it. Actually, just searching uh, North Korea television or north korea tv and then clicking on news so it was like a documentary that they had where they uh like had an ophthalmologist go over there and perform a bunch of eye type of eye surgery on like a thousand people or something like that for free in north in, korea in north korea yeah it was like a doctors without borders kind of a thing yeah and um they de-hood them yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was i don't know how candid it was or whatever but they had like you know all the hidden cameras and shit like that Mm -hmm. um for this documentary and this doctor did this shit and then they interviewed these people he had to have been escorted through that country absolutely yeah they had handlers uh like military handlers all over them. Yeah. They had to like handlers actually and actually like any, guys that would handle you yeah, literally yeah. if you got out of line. Any film that they had like no that 
you know, they had knowledge of, you know, that was knowledgeably taken, had to be like yeah. pre-screened and shit like that. It couldn't, like they had it for oh, absolutely. a long time. Right. They wouldn't but, even be able to leave the country with the B-roll. But they had, yeah. <laughs> well, no, they had the, uh, they had like, you know, digital cameras and shit. Because well, they had hidden stuff. cameras. Right. Right. No, I'm yeah. talking about, it's not like scared. they could just, oh, okay, I'm just going to take this all home and edit it now. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, but uh now here so it is. This Found doctor, the man bang? This doctor does all these um surgeries and then they interview these people and like every one of them were just like, you know, or well, one guy was like, Now that you've now that the Supreme Leader has given me eyes, I can <laughs> hold a rifle up against the United States <laughs> kind of a thing. It was like holy shit. Wait, where where was the doctor from? Um uh, I don't remember. It was like British or something like that. Okay. He was like not. He wasn't right. American, you know. But oh yeah. So he, was, cur- he cures their eyesight, and he's like, "It's brilliant, doctor. I can see that Thank you're you, white, jo- King Jong Il, or whatever the hell it is." You know. <laughs> now I can see. Now I can aim properly at you. <laughs> this isn't it. <laughs> this is not man bang. This is not it. I think this. Uh, All right, so Netflix doesn't appear to be taking its newest competitor very seriously. Uh, on Twitter, uh, <coughs> Netflix What's changed up? its Twitter bio to read "Man Bang Knockoff." Man Bang. That Netflix was a Man Bang Knockoff. Yes. They, oh yeah, that's right because it's a subscription service. Man Bang. Is. Yes, it's it's North Korea I mean, trying sure. to rip off Netflix. Oh. By offering a bunch of King, Kim Jong Il, I want to see a list of programming here. There's nobody I can to. Feel this is their number one song requested on Man Bang, by the way. I was hoping we could get some real footage. In Korean, Man Bang means everything. In English-speaking countries, it has some different connotations, obviously. <laughs> Way to point that out, TechCrunch. <laughs> uh, the service is being provided by KCTV, the state-controlled TV service. But no actual right footage, the bottom huh? right-hand corner, it's just here and here. Oh, yeah. I was led to believe all the programming was about Kim Jong-il. Like, I was hoping to see him, like, driving around in a talking car and flying with a cape. Viewers can watch five different TV channels in real time. At the same time. Yeah. And find information related to the, related to the leader's activities. Five of those little, like, Sony portable TVs, you know, the long rectangular ones. It's like they have social media, but the only person you can follow is him. Yeah. What is this, like, <laughs> Nintendo? This is a man-bang screenshot? It's like an overseas Nintendo game? If a viewer wants to watch, for instance, an animal movie and sends a request to the equipment, it will show the relevant video to the viewer. This is two-way communications, Kim explained. What? No, so, so is the telephone! But you can't, no, but you can't pick your program and you just say, I'd like to see animals, and it's like, okay. Here you go. Here's, here's some chicken. Here's, here's me with Gentle Ben. <laughs> well, Jay, you weren't here last week when we were talking about Trump. Oh, thank God. But the news, the Trump news of that week was that Trump had drastically softened his stance on immigration and favored, a, was in a speech, had 
had laid out a plan that sounded very much like what Republicans have been talking about for years now, which is getting rid of exporting criminals uh, and setting up a, a process for um, for illegal immigrants, not amnesty, but basically, okay, go back home and and apply. Oh my God! Type of stance. I don't mean to interrupt, but this might be the greatest. We might have what? the greatest thing coming in the next few days. Okay. Just based on this headline. By the time this airs. Mexico's president is now feuding with Donald Trump on Twitter. This is from four hours ago as of Ooh, the recording. We got a juicy Twitter battle going? Oh. I wonder Wait, how much, who's how a, much do you think Twitter's It's not put- Vicente Fox anymore. What's, who's their president? Should we take bets on when he uses the term wetback? Well, let's see. Let's follow this in quote-unquote <laughs> oh, real <man>. time. <laughs> so how much is Twitter paying Trump to like tweet all this shit? Oh, God. You know what I mean? Like that's his choice of social media? Okay. Well, this is from Mashable, so this could all just be headline-based. But let's read it. Oh, boy. Well, okay. Well, wait a minute. Re- read that, and I'll, I'll finish my thought. Do it. Um. So that was last week, and this week he vows to remove millions of the people from the country if he becomes, uh, if he becomes president, uh, essentially doubling down on his original just kick them all out of the country attitude. My attitude is... There, know, will, there will be no amnesty, yeah. quote Donald. I think we could reduce costs... Anyone who has entered the United States illegally is subject to deportation. Of course they are. No shit, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> of fucking course they are. But do you do it? You know, like that's a huge drain on our resources. It's a it's a drain on our resources. It damages the communities that these people live in. I know this sounds like totally liberal of me, but. When you have people who uh, live in poor neighborhoods, regardless of their status as a citizen or not, they're in the country living here and working here, you know, and they won't call the cops when somebody robs them or threatens them because they don't want to be deported. Uh, They don't go and seek the medical attention that they need, even in emergency situations, because they don't want to be deported. They are both part and separate from the communities that they live and work in. And it's like, if you, if you, you know, want to uh, put the resources to actually going after these people and reporting, yes, what they're doing is illegal. And yes, we do have a policy of deporting people who are here illegally. Could we just switch the DEA? But can we treat them just ICE? Can we treat them? Can we treat them as humans in the meantime? Is that possible? Right until you catch them, they are they are here, and that's a fact. And they're part of our economy. Can we? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I heard they're paying taxes. Yeah, a lot of them are paying tax. I mean, they pay taxes, so. I don't know. I think if you could set up a community and pay taxes, I think that's like basically fucking grounds for. Oh, I took some that conversations. I could start robbing Mexicans, <laughs> making a little walking around money. No, but um, I'm, no. but no, but I'm, 
but I'm with you. Fuck, no, that's a, that give, is a bad idea. Give them social security number. I'll take the cops yeah. over take angry Mexicans. Take a third of their money like the rest of us. Yeah. Welcome to America. Right, here you go. Here you go. Sign this fucking piece of paper. Yeah, you just made $100 Boom. in the last three days. Well, guess what? Uncle right. Sam's taking 33 of them motherfuckers. Exactly. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Welcome we to did, you know, you, that's how you, we're here. You want to live here? It's cost doing business. Yep. Uh, you know, and, and like with the prisons, I think you get the you get like the very minimal Geneva Conventions like war criminal fucking rights. You know what I mean? Like, like that's how you're treated. Like, you there's a shithole prison somewhere. If you you know if you're, but deporting them, I mean, we can make money off them if they're prisoners. We can fill up Gitmo. Yeah, there's jobs. Uh, <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, maybe if we actually stopped putting, you know, drug offenders in prisons, we'd have enough room yeah. for these these people, well, these illegal immigrants. The problem is, is like the privatization of the prisons is what, you know, to have something like private like that driving our fucking law enforcement and like the the criminal criminal laws that are created or it's all driven by that is just not not good, man. You know, the private, it's a business. You know, they want, they need more people. So you keep the drug laws tight and stringent and you get them. Well, it's. Well, the way our society's going, we'll all be jailed for rape at some point in the next Well, how 10 do you years, win? Anyway. Like, it's either, it's either <laughs> inept when run by the government or corrupt when run by private business. I mean, it's, it's the same thing that we're seeing yeah. with the uh, prescription drug industry. The latest one oh, being EpiPens, dude. At, when we, we at a time when we have more purchasers of EpiPens than ever before, and I don't know this because I looked it up. I just know this as a fact because everybody knows what an EpiPen is now. Yep. And there are people allergies are just rampant in this country. How is it? That when use and demand goes up, that the price can skyrocket like that. You supply know? and demand. No, that's not how supply and demand works. <laughs> like no, the, the, supply and demand. Well, works. A lot of people want something. You can jack up the price. No, supply and demand works when you release the latest and greatest processor. It's eight hundred dollars, and all the geeks who want to be on the cutting edge buy that. But the next year, that same processor is $250 because everybody wants that processor and they're making them in mass quantities and they're, they're making their profit off of volume. So how come that's not working with prescription drug companies? Out is something that we already know how it works. It's been working for decades. It's a known medication. It was given, the, it was given the, to them for free. <clears throat> They didn't have to develop it. There's, there was no research and development paid for by any of these pharma companies and, for insulin. And I don't even have to look this up either because I know that all they have to do uh, is sorry, uh, reconfigure the, the, the chemical compound a little bit or add something to it or say that you got to like, there's a different way that it's being administered. So up, oh, new patent, and now we get to uh, eliminate our competition by removing generics from the market and having sole control over this drug for a number of years and that's when we can jack the price up 
And that's the exact opposite of competition. That's allowing monopolies, small temporary monopolies to happen in the prescription drug industry that causes a lot of people to go without medications that will keep them out of your fucking hospitals and leaving you with the bill. There's another one. There's a adrenopen is like cheaper than the EpiPen. Really, there is an alternative. Oh yeah, there is, and yeah. also um, the EpiPen. They're they're talking about coming out with a well, they're going to come out with a generic of it, so it'll be quote unquote half price. They're just throwing all these fucking PR things at it, and they're not actually like changing like. You there's know, no I, pressure from the government. It's just people bitching about it, and the government ain't doing shit about it. What was the the lawyers <clears throat> aren't doing shit? The lawyers should be up in that shit like crazy. Like the fucking drug the drug insurance companies, they're yeah. fucking dude. Their uh, their lawyers should be up those pharmaceutical people's ass. I mean, like, come on, man. Why like, they're in bed together? That's that's what's so stupid though. Is it's like, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know how it works. It's just. I don't follow you on the lawyer's involvement. All right. So whose lawyers? The insurance company has to pay higher premiums for these EpiPens, right? If you have insurance, right? So yes, the insurance company is basically paying it out. That means their costs just went up. Yes. Well, they should be fighting for. Which is why your premiums go up yearly. I understand why my premiums go up. But we're the fucking lawyers from those companies going, no, you're not raising the prices. It's not fair to our customers. You pull a Walmart on their ass. Because that's what companies do when they're bleeding money. Yeah, I know. This is, I, this I is, understand why, why it's happening. I know why it's happening. I understand right. it. But it's like, <laughs> right. what the fuck? Like, I'm thinking from a logical Imagine a bar. person's point of view of why the right. fuck would they do this right. and let this happen to, just to make money. I know that. but I picture in my head a bar, and on one side is the, the, the consumer, the person that needs a drug, and the other side is a prescription company, and the, in the middle is the insurance company. And you imagine that in red, right? And it can shift from side to side, from one side to the other, as far as where the money's coming from or going to, but the bar always stays the same size. The insurance company always remains the oh, one who keeps who the profit yeah. and passes it on to somebody else. Right. And that's the science of their business, is getting that number right year after year. I understand all that. I'm just pissed off. that I don't know. I wouldn't run a business that way. Either way. I'd, I'm just I'd conceptualizing fucking, yeah, it. I would Walmart the fuck out of them. You know, how Walmart's like, no, we're not paying that. The way the next time I'm having sex, I'm calling my cock. You'd make the them buy Jet.com? The Adrenopen. The Adrenopen. What is what is this thing that, that Walmart pen. bought? The uh, what's that? Jet Costco. It's uh, it's Costco online. It's Costco. Jet dot com is owned by Costco. Well, that makes sense because Costco. It's not like people say you can because you, you can get Kirkland shit right on it. People say you can get anything at Costco. You can't really get anything at Costco. They have a random variety of things, but it's was, not like you know. Yes, you can buy a digital piano at Costco, but you can buy one of two Casio model digital pianos. It's not where you right. go to shop for digital pianos. I no. was told you could get a portable external battery, uh, you know, for your what? electronics and stuff uh. at Costco <laughs> that can start your car. That could jumpstart your car. Oh, wait, what? Uh, How is what? that? Po- How big is this thing? I yeah. don't know. How many milliamp hours? That would be... That's, I don't think I'd want to carry that around in my pocket, even if it was that small. 
maybe it's a combination char, uh, taser and, and car jumper. Hydrogen reactor or something. I wonder if that would work. Just hook up the jumper cables to your taser. And All right, try it now. <laughs> Probably not. No fucking shit. The portable USB charger battery pack can also jump your... this. What? From HowToGeek.com. Stick that in your pocket. This portable USB charger battery pack can also jumpstart your car. That looks about the size of a book. Yeah. That's pretty good. Carry that around with you. (laughs) The Powerall PBJ... (laughs) Wow. Uh, They should have had a committee to name this thing, or maybe it was named by committee. Yeah. The Powerall... PBJS 1200R Rosso Red <laughs> slash Black Portable Power Bank and Car Jump Starter. PB&J? <laughs> this article says it not only has the longest name for product ever, it also works as three different products. A 12,000, uh, whatever that means. To- Ma. <laughs> Milliamp hours. <laughs> Battery charger. 12,000 motherfuckers. For your phone or tablet. An LED flashlight and a jump starter for your car. It's compact and lightweight. I'm always going to read it, that in my head now. Is you think that it would require a really large battery to jump start your car, but according to the manufacturer, this thing can be used for jump starting purposes up to 20 times if fully charged. Jay, there it is. They have it sitting on a. Ohm's law work. I still don't get it. It's sitting. They have it sitting on a on an alternator. No shit. So it really it ain't that big, man. Yeah. Wow. You can buy that shit at Costco, huh? Yeah. I wonder if you can get it on jet.com. I'd go to their... That's, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great illustration. It is. Yeah. Let me see this. You get it. That's how Ohm's Law works. It's electricity. Electricity. <laughs> electricity. Well, the volt pushes the amp in the Ohm... Pulls the amp up. Causes resistance. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. It's, you're controlling the flow, like putting your thumb over the hose. Yeah. Causes resistance. Yeah. I guess I should have explained that, uh, shouldn't I? Explain what? Oh, no, I'm going to edit that out. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you showing us a picture? Yeah, no, I should have explained it, and it would have been okay for oh, the show. Oh, I didn't really want to know how Ohm's Law works. Oh, I know. I mean, I don't. I still don't get electricity. It's for some who reason. Who does? I have. I, I have a difficult. Yeah, it, it's because it's not a visible thing. You know, we yeah, see. Right. Uh, we see what happens when electricity meets air and bodies and objects and things like that, and see the reaction from it. Yeah, but that's not electricity. No, we don't see electricity. We see its reactions. Right. We see what happens when it reacts with our environment. Yeah, that's what lightning is. Right. That's what getting charred is. It's what a light bulb is. It's, yeah, that's um, what a light bulb is exactly. It's it's reacting with certain elements and inside a vacuum. But I still don't get it because you can't. I mean, but for some reason, I can understand concepts of uh, of quantum mechanics easier than I can electricity. Like I can, and maybe it's because it seems like such a science fictiony thing. Like you already have these certain 
images in your brain from comic books or movies or whatever it, it may be that you can kind of imagine what you know something looks like on a molecular level even if you are picturing the classic atom uh, model with like you know the electrons orbiting around it in this yeah. fashion when really it's more appearing kind of here and there in a field but electricity I can't I have no visual concept of it it looks like Pac-Man when I picture it in my head <laughs> <laughs> Waves. Yeah. Everything's waves. Mm -hmm. Frequencies. Gravity waves. Yep. Frequencies, waves. It's all waves. Come on, guys. Yeah, (laughs) just go with the flow. It's all waves these days. Ride the fleet. Ride the rave. Yeah. I can't talk. Need some WD-40. Shit. Put the soft top top on my Jeep today. Did you know, Jeep owner? Which means I had to remove the hard top for the first time. Yeah. Those are euphemisms? No. Wait a minute. That's kind of backwards. This was a this was September first as of recording this, and the weather immediately cha- started transitioning to fall. And I took my top off. And you took your top <laughs> off because you didn't. It's kind of backwards, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I did it. Yeah, but I'm going wheeling for the first. Well, I'm going off roading for the first time in my Jeep this weekend. Okay, it's you know going to be uh, Memorial Day weekend. Right. Yeah. Labor Day weekend. Labor Day. Labor, sorry, whatever. I always well, fuck them up. It's Labor Day weekend, so I'm going up north, Michigan, g- going off-roading for the first time with my family. And I'll say one thing for the unions. They got us an extra holiday. Fucking A. I'll say one thing for Jay. At least it's a Jeep owner who takes his car off-road. Uh, yeah, no, I got my ORV sticker yesterday. I took my, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I took my daughter and my oldest son. Uh, <laughs> what does that stand for? Off-road vehicle. Off-road. So you have to you know, like, get certified? Permit. Oh, okay. It's like think of it like a hunting permit, but yeah. it's for your vehicle have to a go. Cheap permit. Yeah. Right. Are you yeah, off road? Yeah. Like your ATV has, to, you know, like a four wheeler has to have it, a dirt bike has to have it. I saw on my well, commute are... to work today a small orange capsule coming down the, the opposite way down Woodward, <laughs> like. <laughs> I, there had to have been a person inside of it. If so, they were practically fetal position, or maybe their legs were really stretched out in front of them. I'm not really sure. And the thing couldn't have had more than two wheels because I didn't see any sticking out. And it. Whoa! Whoa! I think, when, I think we're, we're maxing out our internets tonight yeah. with the yeah. two podcasts. <coughs> And I, is this my lighter? Yes, this is my lighter. <coughs> I'm not sure. It said something on the side of it. It's something referring to a bicycle or something. Hmm. I saw it so briefly. But yeah, it, <coughs> it was like a little missile. Like uh, it was rounded on the front and then kind of, actually it looks more like a goldfish. It kind of flattened out at the end. Okay. It didn't tail up or anything. It just like, kind of tapered a little. I think there's like a class of racing bicycles like that. Was it a really? bicycle or a motorcycle? Because I've seen tell. them. I've seen them both. It was in the left lane on Woodward. I mean, everyone's going okay. 45. I didn't. He wasn't. He wasn't necessarily keeping up with traffic. I don't think, but he wasn't slowing everyone down like a 
somebody would on a bike. Okay, so it's probably a motorcycle. Yeah, it, or a it, it had to have been powered okay. by something. Maybe it was but a freaking maybe solar? It, was it solar by chance? Maybe it was uh, a small team of... Uh, again, Whoa. Small team of wah, animals. Wah. Again, Google. Do not or stream. The internet. It Maybe it was the ultimate yeah. hipster. You did can't you download your shit from the cloud on dude. How many was the person, how many gigabytes do uh, you have on that hard drive? I don't know. I don't know anymore. You have enough to store your music, I'm sure. Just download it on there. You won't have to stream it. Well that is a project that can not have oh, during yeah. this no, podcast. No, yeah, do, do it, it right, right now. now. Yeah, right now. <laughs> Thirteen hours later. I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> be like being on dial up again. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to edit this part out. I'm just going to yeah. sit here. It's a 13-hour file. <laughs> Get your sleeping bag, Jay. Yeah. No, so I'm, uh, anyways, getting back to uh, going off-road with my family for the first time. It's uh, pretty excited about that. Uh, I know it's, like, September 1st, and I just took my hard top off, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> Better late than never. Yeah. They had to do it before winter hit. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll put it back on. I just... You know, had to. Uh, I want to be able to ride the trails with the top down. Less than four months till Christmas. Shut up, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Why you got to dip your balls in that? That's his birthday, right? Christmas. Don't get me started. Means what? We're only a, a month or so out of hearing Christmas music. Happy, happy uh, on radio stations. Uh, consumer Day. Merry uh, Consumer Day. Now you're making me angry. <laughs> <coughs> and you won't like him when he's angry. <coughs> 2,000 years, yeah, so, years later and the Jews are going, oh, damn it. <laughs> what do we do that for? <laughs> so I don't know if you guys knew this, but book sales, not e-books or audio books, but actual Paper book sales are up this year uh, for the first time in ages. Uh, the downside is that uh, a lot of these books that are selling so well to keep the this industry afloat don't even have words in them. They're just coloring books. Yeah, I was at Whole Foods today getting <laughs> lunch, and they had at the checkout, there were uh, it, instead of you know like a regular new store, a regular grocery store where where the uh, mm -hmm. the National Enquirer would be, those right. kind of things, and the little was, digest size seek and it, find book. It was all adult Sudoku. coloring books. Yeah, it'd be like a Whole Foods. Yeah, Sudoku and oh, so that's a thing now. I'm, I'm kind like, of out of oh, touch with that. Whole like, Foods, this is you're huge. part of the problem. Coloring books are huge. I mean, it's so good for your. I'm not anti. Yeah, it's supposed to be you know relaxing. Um, <laughs> I've seen. You know, so is whacking off. A lot of these. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I digress. <laughs> Correct. I digress. A lot of these books, they they are kind of cool. You know, it's uh, they've got cool pictures or patterns, some stuff like that. Um, you know what they look like to me, or they remind me of what like, are you they? know, a, a, uh, when people doodle. Whether it was in class or you were on the phone or in general, it looks like somebody sketched out a bunch of their doodles and then you color you color these things in. Like cause yeah. some of these books were like intricate pet. Like 
This shit didn't look like anything. Oh, right. Yeah, there are a lot of them that are just purely abstract. Yeah. Yeah. Just color. I think that's interesting because you can kind of, uh, depending on how you color it, you kind of shape what it is. Right. You know, you could actually make it into something or not, keep it abstract. I don't know. I'm not saying it's like the coloring fad is a good or bad thing. Oh, whatever. Have at it. You want to fucking color in a book? It doesn't hurt me. Have a blast. You know, I might do it. I think it's another reason for our generation to act like a bunch of tards. But it's a a complete (laughs) fluke in the book industry. People who are reading are still migrating to iPads and audiobooks. Even I, I didn't used to be able to read on a screen. If I didn't read it off of paper, yeah, I wasn't digesting it, it properly. I know I just wouldn't remember it, huh. or I'd get easily distracted. And now, you know, I'm I I actually prefer it, especially with the nighttime reading mode. Yeah, it turns off the blue light. Well, then you, it just flips. Uh, just reverses, so you read it. It's a black page with white letters. Yeah, that's... that's, that's oh, oh, that's, that's the way true. to you read, have, like, have, all the time. You have older Apple technology. As of the last last yeah. operating system, it has a uh, nighttime mode where it turns off the blue light just so it doesn't keep you... Mm-hmm. doesn't fuck with your eyes and keep well, you does awake. It, is it based on, like, when the sun goes down? No, you set the time. You set it. Yeah, like I have it set from oh, I think like nine I, to seven, I like nine p.m. to that. seven. I think I can do that. I don't know. Yeah. I do have an old ass iPad. Like yeah, see, it, this will be edited out more. It's likely. calming. Well, no, now it's off. I can't really. Oh, it's it's like sepia. Yeah, it pretty much goes to like sepia tone. So it's the blue light that's the problem. That's the thing that fucks with us is the blue light. Yeah. That's what fucks with your eyes and fucks with your, what are the, circadian? Circadian rhythms. Yes. Yeah. Like in uh, Northern Exposure, they would have the glasses that would shoot blue light into their eyes to make up for the fact that they weren't getting any sun during long stretches of the year. You know, in Alaska, you have like, I don't know, a couple months pass where like the sun doesn't rise. Mm-hmm. But it's usually after the sun hadn't set. <laughs> for two months right that that would fuck i don't know what would fuck with me worse i like that that's nice oh jay this is just discovering this. i am yeah no because <laughs> you know hey dude i'm new to apple and i use android apple you know fucking everything now i have i'm not like yeah i love apple but i gotta have it for work and yeah if i can like I don't know. Eyes. I like Android phones. I like yeah. Apple tablets. <coughs> I agree. But I don't think, you can. and I know. Like I don't know if you had seen the the story. If you read like uh, any kind of tech news, but there was uh, a recent uproar over a a video that was posted showing uh uh what was it? What's the it was the latest iPhone 6S or whatever, and the, what's Samsung Galaxy are they on now? 7. 98. It's the S7, I think. Is that what it is? Yes, they're the yeah, 7. That's the one with the virtual reality headset and shit. Right. And 
because everyone's uh, it seems like everyone who's into androids talk about how much faster they are than iPhones and the specs show that iPhones are like extremely faster than, but at a certain point, like it's really not about how fast it does things for me. No, it's about how it works for me and how convenient it is to get around and adapt to the way I need it to. And I got a Motorola because Motorola phones, I've, every Motorola phone I've ever had, the reception's been like far superior to any other phone. Yeah, it's just so uh, they're clunky, so it, they're you big, go. you know, like they're just they're not designed like smooth and silky like an iPhone or a, a Galaxy S S Seven. Because mm-hmm. I actually got that phone with the virtual reality headset, and I I did not like it at all. Like, no, was, no, I did not like that phone at all. Like I wanted the VR set. That was, I was like, hell yeah, this is gonna be badass. Get VR, you know, like even if it's right. rudimentary beginning with your phone. Um, it's still. But uh, the phone was like, I, it just was not for me. Like, just I was not comfortable. Did you with get it. the Edge one with the, no, the curved edges? No, I just that's a gimmick to me. I've seen yeah. those. I played with them. I don't I'll, know I'll why. Break them. I gotta have like an OtterBox. I gotta have an OtterBox. I'm not gonna put an OtterBox on a. Right, you gave edge. me more exposed edges of glass. Like, gee, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Now more yeah. breakable than ever. Yeah. I <laughs> know, right? So, no, I mean, you know, Motorola is not a popular brand, but I prefer it, it. Well, not anymore, but it used to be like... Oh, yeah. It used to be the brand. It used to be yeah. the, the only yeah. brand. Yep. But it was Motorola, Nokia. Was it like... That was it. Probably, yeah. Kyocera. What's that? Kyocera. I don't know that one. Before I had iPhones, my phones were all Nokia's or Motorola's. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Motorola StarTac, StarTac, whatever it was. I had the little blue Nokia brick. Yep, totally. Nextel. That was awesome. Yeah, they were. You're an asshole. Uh, God, I hated Nextel. Those were, what, two years that about lasted with the chirp, chirp, two, three, maybe? Yeah. Oh, it, it, it lasted longer than yeah, that in Detroit. Yeah, it did. In Detroit, <laughs> Detroit, I think solely that city kept it alive for yeah. a couple years after it should have died. Yeah. I have noticed that a lot of African American people around the country, like, speak to their family members on a Skype or a a, a um, FaceTime type app instead of just a phone call is there black skype like black twitter no i don't know i wasn't going there i was just noticing that a lot of african-american <laughs> people prefer to talk on their phones in a video yeah. chat session as like face to face a, yeah no i saw one facetiming while cool. he was backing into his parking spot the other right. day exactly yeah <laughs> Seen one. That was racist. I seen one backing into his parking spot the other day. Hey, his girl's in the back seat braiding his hair. Well, Aaron works is one of many. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be racist. No, I'm joking. We could be totally, completely joking. racist. Oh, I know. But, you know. <laughs> oh, it's coloring books. There was a whole reason why I brought that up in the first they place, have right? Naked girl coloring books? They have everything. Well, it's. I have purchased. I purchased one that was a Harley Quinn coloring book, and it was all 
And it was all uh, Paul Dini art, who was the guy who did You're the a pervert. who uh, did the original. Actually, created uh, Harley Quinn because Harley Quinn was created for the Batman uh, animated series, and only later appeared in comic books. <clears throat> but and I also bought that for my daughter. But of course, anything that that. that it, they can do in book form that catches on. You can get an app of it. That's even more convenient. Yeah. And now you can get the Colorfy app, which uh, I haven't used myself, but I did see illustrated in their advertisements where the people are just simply touching the areas to change them certain colors. Um, didn't even appear that they are actually choosing colors. I think it might just be like tap and it turns that color. <laughs> now, how is how this is relaxing? I really can't tell. I'm not saying that oh. you know coloring in a book is an is an engaging interactive activity, but nah, I mean, uh, you know simply if you're tapping four. on an app. <laughs> no, I could see it, man. You know, it engages your imagination. Imagination, you know, you can color something. You're creating something. Creating something, yeah. you're coloring it in. But not even taking advantage of the fact that, like, you could do this with a... Uh, you want to impress me? Draw the picture you're coloring. Uh, oh, what do you call it? What do you call a pencil that you would use on your tablet? A stylus. A stylus, yeah. You, you could use a stylus and actually have to, like, color it in. But this is, like, Touch tap, it. and oh, it just yeah. changes... I don't know. I thought that was extremely lazy and kind of defeats the point of, of what it was supposed to do. Oh, let me check on the... Yeah, uh, coloring book here. on the computers. No, unless it's a stylus, like you said. It's like trying to do a puzzle on the computer. I've seen right? some amazing art come out of, like, styluses and tablets and shit, you know, but... Oh, yeah. That's... I want to get an iPad Pro so that I can uh, mess with computer drawing with their pencil or do whatever with, they call their pencil. do with that? You can do it with anything. Yeah. I've, I've looked at uh, the actual, what is the company, Wacom or something, Wacom. Mm -hmm. they make, they've made for years these uh, drawing tablets in different sizes, but they've come way down in price recently. Yeah, Wacom tablets are fucking badass. Yeah. They're badass. I've never used one. But oh yeah, I've installed quite a few of them, like in a in systems, and they're they're pretty sweet. You can get that chip for like you know seven hundred bucks now for like a nice sized tablet. Nerd! There you go. Sure. For some back. Sure. <coughs> No, we didn't even talk about the shit that pisses us off. Good. <laughs> I know, right? Fucking I good. Think, I think you know we what? had it. Yeah. I good. Had, I had, uh, I think we got it out of our system before we started the show. Yeah. I'm okay with that, though. I'm okay with that, too. We gotta stop doing I that. I did. I read a lot of articles that pissed me off, and I was like, I can't wait to voice my opinion on an unregimented podcast because I'm mad. Yeah. And then I'm tired. And then I mad. sit down with you guys, and we have a great conversation. And I just like, oh, fuck it, man. Yeah. I don't know, this doesn't have to go dark. No, I'm I'm sick of bitching. It does no good. But still, you got to get it out sometime. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. 
You know what really grinds my gears? Yeah. You, America. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, rest in peace, Gene Wilder. Yes, Mr. Wilder, rest in peace. I, I don't know, that, it's, that kind of fucked me up. I don't know why. Yeah. Other than... It's all there, black and white, the, clear as crystal. You get nothing. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> Good day, sir. Well, th- I mean, it made me realize how many movies you actually saw when you were a kid. Right. It's like when you're little, you saw Willy Wonka. When you're in middle school, you saw Young Frankenstein. Right. When you're in high school, you saw fucking Blazing Saddles. No, yeah. that's yeah. You yeah. you just illustrated what I was just coming to realize myself about why he stuck Gene with me. Wilder Ark. He had he didn't do a lot of movies. I mean, in the big uh, scheme of things, is really. Uh, no, he did really quality movies though. Right. He seemed very selective. He did ninety-five movies with Richard Pryor. Right. <laughs> Well, Amen. that's being selective. I mean, if you're going to work with a comedian, why not work with one of the best? How many yeah. Mel Brooks films has he been in? Again. You know? If you're going to do All of them? Shit. Most of them? No, and that's absolutely right. When I was a kid, I loved Willy Wonka. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I had a teacher, that, a science teacher, that showed everyone young Frankenstein. And actually, I think I was a little late. Like, young Frankenstein I saw in, in high school. And Blazing Saddles I saw uh, just after I graduated because the friends that I worked with at the record store introduced me to that movie. I was unaware of it until I was like 19 or 20, I think. Maybe 19. Um, Young Frankenstein being one of my favorite movies. One of my absolute favorites. This movie's amazing. I I was at work the day he passed away and I... Didn't see the the message, I think, from one of you guys that posted it first. I think it was you, Chris. And I saw it when I went to take my lunch break. And I was just really bummed out. And I sat down and I just ate my sandwich and it tasted like shit. Because I was just, like, upset over this. And so I was, like, I was thinking about my favorite Gene Wilder movie, which is, hands down, Young Frankenstein. And... You know, say what you want for uh, copyright and YouTube and all that shit, but thank God somebody put together a five-minute supercut of the best parts of that that I could just fit in on my lunch and enjoy the rest of it. Because I actually sat down and just laughed, and which was appropriate because that, that was my relationship with Gene Wilder. You know, I was upset because he passed because he made me laugh so much. Not because I feel like I knew him or like no, he touched right. me in a certain way, but like that is a relationship. Laughter is communication, and sharing a joke is is uh, is something that bonds people together, even people who don't meet. But Taco so, loves Young Frankenstein. <laughs> but that's their favorite movie ever. <laughs> but also. I mean, like any of the Gene Wilder movies, uh, he he manages to get in these movies with the right supporting actors as well. Oh yeah, and and certainly, the, yeah. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? <laughs> 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 
But contrast with the fact that, like, he's getting the moves. Like, he's Frankenstein, and he's he's nailing these moves, man. Oh, I think that's so funny. Oh, it's classic. Too, that's the dad from fucking Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake, come on. Are you trying to make me look like a fool? <laughs> Please, I beg you. Like they, but, like they just had vegetables back in the day. <laughs> did people come people, to shows? They showed like, up with heads of lettuce. Yeah, did people go to shows with bags of produce in case the shit went bad? <laughs> I don't know where that started. Did they have the produce to waste? I know, right? <laughs> Just, is, yeah, back in the Great Depression days, you think, fuck no, I'm making this is yeah. tomorrow night's dinner. I'm not throwing this at the movies. That, il- that scene illustrates uh, one of the things that Gene Wilder did best, which is that uh, uh, sweaty panic, you know? Yeah. At the end of it, when he's like trying to keep the show going, he's like, "No, come on, it's all right, it's oh, fine." Being an erotic Whatever. white guy, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he was that old. He's eighty-two. Yeah. So, are you uh, getting excited for the Walking Dead? It's in, have you been watching the Fear Fear the Walking Dead? I have not. Okay. Um, I don't know. Is yeah. it any good? <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I don't even know how to answer that myself, honestly. I think I'm such a fan of The Walking Dead, and I so like to support uh, things that that I think are actually good. And I like Robert Kirkman in general. I like a lot of his comic books. And he tends to play the long game in his stories, so I give them a lot of leeway. Now, there's certain comic books that he's been involved in that I had to drop because they didn't get there in time for me, you know, or I didn't think I was going to like where they were going. And this may be one of his projects that goes that way. Okay. But it it's an interesting story that they're telling um, because it, it starts off with, like, uh, you know, zombies at sea, you know, yeah. Well, no, first it starts off with, like, actually seeing what happens when society breaks down. You see the military step in, and then the military disappear. And people go, what the fuck now? And then that takes a certain group of characters out to sea. Uh, and it's very much the same stories that are told in The Walking Dead, where the zombies are a danger, sure, in as much as this could be out in the jungle and you're hunted by lions right. or, you know, any kind of dangerous animal or predator. Uh, it's secondary to the crimes of man against man and the people who take advantage of chaotic situations to grab power in violent ways. Those are the core stories of, of the walking dead in general. When it happens, uh, this season picks up, in where it left off in Mexico. The, I think the majority of last, or the I shouldn't even say this season, I think it's the second part of the second season. 
So it picks up in Mexico, and it, it is interesting that Mexico seems to adapt uh, much smoother to this post-zombie apocalyptic world than the U.S. has. Um, it's because of the wall Donald Trump built after he got elected president. Right. They kept the zombies out. I mean, uh, when you're already a third world country, <laughs> like, yeah, no society breaking down isn't, it's not as much of a fall. You're like, hey, this is, is, that, this is 50 years ago. Is that racist to say? <laughs> Probably. But, so yeah, they do, t- they do adapt much quicker. Like, it, we saw years of like, you know, a small group of people encountering other groups of people and hiding out in houses and finding yeah. these little societies before we saw something really big in The Walking Dead. And this is season two, and it's and not only that, but we're seeing it from inception where there's a big jump in The Walking Dead to show you here's like six months later after the apocalypse. Right. And it already, like, there's small cities that have banded together and they've got markets and you know kids are playing inside them and like real life is happening it doesn't look really any different than any other mexican city it just happens to be have a perimeter a perimeter surrounded by zombies awesome and there's a definite theme of a different way to look at the dead and and what they actually are and Possibly even a cure scenario played out in this series. As of the last episode, it was revealed that the guy leading this community had been bitten by a zombie. All right, don't give it all away now. Take it easy. Spoiler boy. (laughs) It's early in the season. I'm I'm not really giving anything away. So, yeah, it's... I guess it's consciously telling a different story. I mean, it doesn't want to be the same thing as The Walking Dead, or else why does it exist? Uh, so I applaud it for its choices. I'm. It's just not as tight and as strongly character-driven as the original series is, which were the things that I really liked about it in the first place. Can I get another one of those from you, actually? Mm-hmm. Smoke my unregimented cigarette. It's the only time I smoke now when I do unregimented. Oh, really? Oh shit! Oh, oh, oh. oh, don't oh. don't fail me. I got. What do you have? Oh, thank you. Yo, yo, Rich. Hello, Richard. Did we get butt skyped? Glad oh, I... we got Beelzebubbed. <laughs> you sound like. Uh, you sound like blip. the Lord of the Flies. See, yeah. see. If you can hear us, some cable ain't connecting with you or something, or your mic ain't on. All we hear is... is, 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 is Yo, I hear... Oh! What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You came back. We heard you for like when three you said, words. When you said yo. We heard you say yo, I hear. I hear people talking about beer, man. Oh, he hears oh. people talking about beer. Oh, oh, shit. Hold on a second. Oh, shit. Do you think they can hear you? Beer guys, can you hear me? <laughs> That's a no. Okay, hold, hold on a second. I'm on the case here. 
We're doing a first tonight. We're recording two Are podcasts they gone, at Rich? once. Yes, they're gone. All awesome. right. We can hear you. Yeah, I didn't want to speak because I was like, oh, shit. No, yeah. But, and then I was like, wait a minute, they're speaking, so fuck it. I might as well say something. <laughs> uh, yeah, glad I could join the conversation, Mr. Helper. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, welcome, Rich. Yeah, sorry, guys. How are uh, yeah. No, that's Anyways, fine. Go go ahead as if as if uh, I I've been with you the whole time. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you what we've covered while you while you've been out. Outstanding. Pre- previously un- unregimented, we talked about Trump going uh, from back from his uh, his new stance on immigration to the old stance on immigration. So he's did a flip flop on that. Uh, what else did we talk about? Coloring books. We talked about Korean television. Um, help me out here, gentlemen. <laughs> um, phones. Uh, Fear of the Walking phones. Dead. Yeah, we were just talking about The Walking Dead. Have you been keeping up with The Walking Dead? Or the Fear of the Walking Dead, rather? No, or just The Walking Dead. Yeah, you're, not a, you're not watching the ancillary no. series? Ain't nobody mm. have time for that. Yeah, no, after uh, the episode I tried to watch and they uh, were playing uh, Monopoly. Like, yeah, okay, I got better things to do. So yeah. Amazon wants $1.99 an episode, and I'm not paying for it. Yeah. What, you don't have cable? No. Oh, okay. I'm a cord cutter. Acting like a millennial? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, I didn't know you wanted to get involved with the discussion, Mr. Helper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah. So how we you talked, been, bro? We talked about Gene Wilder. Yes. Uh, I've uh, been good besides um, falling asleep and waking up and going, oh, shit. That wasn't a nap. That was like two hours worth of sleeping. So that's... Yeah, that happens. Good for you. Immediately, immediately ran to the bathroom, took a leak, and like had fired up the laptop and had Skype loading up while I was in there. Came in, was like, "All right, let me call these guys." So using the bathroom laptop, he's looking at chicken porn. I told you, chicken porn. No, come on, it's midget porn, dude. Midget chicken porn. Well, you oh. haven't graduated chicken porn yet. That's right nah, after yet. midget porn. Ah, nah, ah. I'm not saying you'd fuck a chicken, but this boy here, he kind of looks sexually frustrated. It's a great part of that fucking movie. You call me a chicken fucker? Uh, You type in chicken porn in Google. The first thing that comes up in the videos is pet chicken chicken sex dash hot animal porn. I saw a (laughs) dolphin fuck a fish on uh, 4chan the other day. Oh, yeah, where it bites its head off. Bites the fish's head off. Oh no, I didn't see that one. Yeah, I see one more. This one he was, bites the he was, bites the head off a of fish and fucking masturbates with it, <laughs> with the fucking corpse of the fish. The one I saw, he had it <laughs> shoved down the fish's fuck. throat, like he was he was throat fucking this fish, <laughs> and it looked like it started out okay, okay as as uh, you know face rape can get. Yeah, but <laughs> but as the the dolphin got more excited. He ended up all the way down in the guts. Yeah. <laughs> easy ride, easy ride. 
Like, I think the, the fish thought he was going to survive fucker. it for the first 30 <laughs> seconds and then realized, no, this is a death sentence. This 4chan, you just do not paint rosy pictures of this 4chan place. Well, you can see all kinds of things. Apparently. Yes, yes, you can. Yeah. Without even trying to, you can see all types of things. I stay off of there. Like, do you think if the guy who invented the internet 25 years ago would have known about 4chan? Shit, he was hitting the porn industry, starting the porn industry at the same time. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just, you know. If we'd have shown him 4chan, Not he'd really. have been like, you know, I'm going to open up a donut shop instead. <laughs> Shit. Interwebs. Hey, man, porn and deviant shit is, like, made, made every technology we have in the last probably 40 years take leaps and bounds, so. Yeah. As Gen Xers, we had to have everything to the extreme, so, you know, there you go. Extreme cheddar! Yeah. Porn basically decided the VHS versus beta, <laughs> so... You know, when, when porn was like, we're going to go the VHS route, all of a sudden it was like, beta who? What's a beta max? Yeah. Well, if, if the human race, if we were all telepathic, we wouldn't be so shocked by the internet. No. We're all telepathic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, duh. If if we if we I think could I'd sit in my house, if we could bed. read the weird thoughts that go on in each other's heads, we wouldn't see this shit on the internet and go, "Wow, some of these people are fucked up." Like we'd already just be aware of it. If we're telepathic, if, so suicide rates would be through the roof. If, if we, I just if, don't like the concept of the internet is doing something to us, right? We create the internet, and the internet is made out of uh, everyone. And it's a place where a lot of people can anonymously post their thoughts, which means you get the dark and weird thoughts that go on in people's heads. You still don't get everything that goes on inside some people. No, no, absolutely. I'm not saying that it's the same as reading somebody's mind, but you're, you're getting a little peek behind the curtain of what's actually going on. Um, uh, see, if we could read each other's minds, women would realize how futile feminism really is. Do you think they're yeah. like they would? They would. They would go. They would. They would stop with this. Why are you staring at me breastfeeding? It's a breast. It's meant for a baby, not you. That's why. Fuck it. Fuck That's why. Not not in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Rich, do, you, do you think that if the human race were telepathic, that there would be more fucking going on or less fucking? We got an echo. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Probably more fucking because we would we would if we're born with it, we would just accept that you know each other's thoughts just like we accept I don't know someone having blue hair or not blue hair but blue eyes and green eyes and brown eyes is you know you'd be like I, I should have preferences but you'd have to accept it wouldn't you? It, yeah. it wouldn't even be abnormal to us. I don't want to read everybody's thoughts. Fuck no. I saw that What Women Want no. movie with Mel Gibson. <laughs> I don't want that evil on me. Nope. No <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, if I if I could read people's minds, I would live alone, like in the desert, yeah, or like for sure up on a mountain somewhere. For sure. It's never been like if you ever played I'm the a game. Sick bastard. 
<laughs> if oh, you ever so played bad. the game, what superpower would you like when you were a kid? I don't think I've ever chose telepathy or the ability to read people's minds. No. I, I think certainly as a kid, I thought it was a cool concept. But Teleportation. I, I was an X-Men kid through Invisible. and through. I, and yeah, the mutants... Any any group that you have that involves mutants, there's a telepath of some form in there. That's kind of goes hand in hand with the uh, with mutants in the Marvel universe. Well, but in the first round of the X Men movies, didn't they try to make Jean Grey seem all like tortured? Oh well, that was very much in in line with her character. Yeah, yeah. That that all came from Chris Claremont era. Uh, the tortured telepath. Yes, absolutely. It's brilliant. It's pretty brilliant. But, uh, yeah, I mean, as an adult, no. I would not want telepathic power. That would be useless. Yep. To read. I don't want to care. You know? <laughs> I, I just don't want to care. <laughs> the, the, the big question on that is, uh, well, they did a This American Life story about it. People choosing between flight or invisibility, which would you choose? And it's supposed to say something about your character, depending on, on which one. Mm. I don't know. You could you could answer. We could just move on. Well, no, I'm just thinking because flight is like something that would be so cool, but invisibility appeals to like. I never have to. I never have to like. Settle for porn again. I could just have real life fucking porn. Pervert. Right. <laughs> well, where's that, hot, just... that, hot chi- that hot chick lives, what, two blocks over? Wander on in, you know? <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, why is that drape keep like moving? <laughs> why does it look like there's a I'm, ghost man? It was all over my stomach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been slimed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Even if you had the power for to but make yourself invisible, but, as soon as you came, it would be visible, right? But yeah, all she'd see is your body. All she'd see is oh no no. It, well, if to start off with, all she'd see is spit leaving my mouth into my hand, and then <laughs> a couple oh, minutes later, just just. Uh, and she'd be like, wow, that seems vaguely familiar. This is a weird haunting I'm going through. Yeah, this is always the thing that you have when you start thinking about the power of invisibility. Like, how does it, how far does it go? Yeah, if you get caught, you know, is your blood invisible? Right. Would your ejaculate be invisible? Well, <laughs> in most cases in comic books, it's Would your like, shit be invisible? It's very flexible. It goes from, you know being able to just make yourself invisible to like all your clothes or anything that you're directly touching or you have like a field uh, but yeah I mean how, how does it it's not how could this ever work I don't know yeah I don't I don't, I don't think I've ever thought it, thought it through that much I don't know I'm overthinking it I let that Kevin Bacon movie Invisible Man think it through for me. Because wasn't the whole wasn't the whole premise in the movie is that the the fact that he was invisible it drove him insane with power. Like well, they had to killing him in the end or something like that. I don't think it's so much insane with power as removed from the human race. 
right? Uh, even, yeah, good point. He was he was such an uh, he was so removed that he didn't have peers anymore, and he didn't have a moral compass, and he just thought like I don't know. Uh, it became very selfish, very self-centered, and isolated. I want teleportation. Fuck flying. Teleportation would is. I'm with you there. Take flying yeah. to the next level. Yeah. Teleportation is the perfect answer, actually, because you kind of have the it's best, only kind of gift. You have the best of both worlds, right? You don't need to fly with them. Yeah. With invisibility, you think, Fly. okay, well, invisi- right now. with invisibility, I could just, you know, rob a bank and no one would know. But, but uh, how long would it take you to teleport somewhere? But teleportation, you could do the same thing. You could teleport into the vault and teleport the money out, right? Fuck yeah, you could. Um, or if you-, you wanted to be altruistic with it, if you thought, like, I want to be, uh, you know, I want to be able to fly. And that I could save people, you know, I could fly into well, forest fires and, and dive in and, and take people out of dangerous situations. Save, save them chipmunks and shit. What, whatever it may be. But you're also kind of more on display, right? That's the, uh, if you're more outgoing type, then you'd probably pick flight over uh, invisibility. But again, with teleportation, you kind of have the same thing. You know, you see a burning building, there's someone on the third floor that they're trying to get out, and you just, boop, teleport up there, teleport them out. What if you can only teleport your own mass? Well, then you teleport up there and you piss all over them. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, teleportation would, in the end, save you the most valuable of all things in life, which is time. time. Flying, it would still take time to get from one place to another. If teleportation was instantaneous... Well, we would definitely we even have leave short, it. it is. Well, we would even have shorter attention spans than we already have now. Right. And of course, I I've overthought teleportation as well because like how do you know where to teleport to that you're not going to be teleporting into a solid object? Do you have to see it or do, can you just yeah. know that it exists? Are there coordinates involved? How do you accommodate for the actual world spinning and moving in space? How do you not teleport yourself out into outer space and die? Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> the well, mathematics you'd have to well, know. Well, I, guess it, I guess it would be right. coordinate based if you really thought about it. Pragmatic. So you're consciously thinking about this, or this is a, like just something that happens. And would you have to plot out your course in order to teleport somewhere, or would you just have to know it was there? What if, like, you plotted your course to like a paper street? You know what I mean? Like, could like you a, teleport a to false, another planet? Like if you're looking at a map and you want to teleport there, it looks like a looks like a street. But either a, way, you know what a paper street is. Either right? way, first two years of teleportation, I'm in a spacesuit. Yeah, I, I was going <laughs> to say yeah, <laughs> just to play it safe. <laughs> yeah, because what if you overcompensate and end up like way underwater? Yeah, there's another one. Like, or just the bends, inside a mountain. You just teleport yourself right back out of it. The, the Benz is a good album, but it's not something I want to go through, you know? <laughs> hey, did you reroute that stuff for down the line? Hmm, what? Remember when we talked about making what was going down the line less hot? Did you reroute that stuff? Or no? No, I'm sorry, I have not. 
It is yeah, insane. Well, that R. Kelly wasn't that hot, so. Well, you know, it was hot 20 years ago. In, in 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 loudness or in hipness at the well, moment. The important thing is, could you hear and understand us when we were talking over it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's been some times, though, where I'm just having to guess what the conversation is. Right. I apologize. Oh, that's okay. I will I, address this issue. More times than not, I guess properly, so... <laughs> And then sometimes I'm just like, yeah, so if you're going to get your balls laminated, and you guys are like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I know, I know <laughs> what I'm going to do. <laughs> That's right. Rich just hears like garbled nonsense, and then he's like, oh, I'll just throw in a shit joke. That'll always go over well. <laughs> <laughs> Here's random dick joke time. There we go. It fits, it fits everything. Random dick joke time. That sounds like a segment. Yeah. Hey, we didn't talk about Anthony Weiner. He was in the news again. Speaking of random dicks, how come he can't not take pictures of his dick? <laughs> what? What is it Look about at his dick? <laughs> there we go. What is it about this guy that he just can't get away from this behavior? He's just a pathological need to send his dick to people. I don't want to see your wiener. <laughs> I haven't looked at any of them, but. I almost think that I have to see this one to understand it. How you get your Apparently, dick and your kid in the same picture. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that just naturally happens. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is he dick phone out for that picture? He had the phone in landscape mode, maybe? I don't think it... It doesn't sound like his dick so much as the outline through his underwear. Yeah, I think he's more of a... Hey, uh... Like, he's more of a... Uh... uh like a burlesque dancer when it comes to that than actually a stripper. He likes to just like give you a, here you go, check it out. This is what you yeah, this is what you can unwrap. Yeah, exactly. This is what you could unwrap for Christmas morning, baby. You know, like <laughs> that type shit. How old is this kid? Do we know that much? I think he's a I think that isn't that kid like like under two years old? Like Yeah. So Still a, when a, when a kid's poor, under two, poor choice, you're in the nude zone. You are in the nude zone with your kid. Like, there's a certain age where you stop walking around naked, and they stop walking around naked. And it's generally around, I mean, depends on the person. For me, I'd say it was in the first two years of my kid being born. It was like no big deal for people to be naked. But, you know, at a certain age... Yeah, for my dad, he said it was, I was in the shower with him, and he was washing his hair, and I reached up and grabbed his shit, and he was like, whoa! He's like, all right. <laughs> done. Boy, We're done. Yeah, the boy officially does not need me to show him how to shower anymore. <laughs> right. By the way, nice penis. Right. Yeah, you'll still bathe your kids and shit. You just won't jump in the bath with them. That's weird. I never have. You've never bathed with your kids? Nope. Oh, yeah, I would take baths with my son all the time. Nope. When you're bathing a young kid, it's so much easier to bathe a baby in the tub with them than leaning over and killing your back. You seen what babies do in tubs? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, those have been moments. <laughs> I know. I've had that happen. Of course you have. Yeah. yeah, the same thing that one relationship I did to the chick in the tub, probably. So <laughs> I'm, I imagine... <laughs> That's how you introduce piss to the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gateway. 
She's like, wow, this water got real warm around my ankles. What's going on? I've bathed my children, but I've never been in the bath with yeah. my children. Yeah. To each yeah, their I, own. Yeah, I don't, you know, it's nothing wrong either way. Yeah, I don't know. See, having a daughter, I never in a million years thought about, like, bathing or showering with her. Yeah. But I guess when I was a kid, I was cool with everything as far as showering or bathing, except for, like, washing my hair. And, and that you had to do alone? In the my dark. mom. I don't well, want to see your wiener. <laughs> <laughs> my mom and dad figured somehow that well, if he's you know, if you take the boy in, in there and show him that you you know that you do it, and then you know wash his hair, maybe he won't be afraid. And I guess after a few times, I'm, being a kid, I I don't remember this. Well, yeah, I got bored and was like. Gee, look at all these things to grab in the shower, including that. So, yeah, and that's yeah that 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 that's that's a story that look my family would, yeah my family would whip out at Thanksgiving, and I'm like, thanks thanks for doing that in front of my my new girlfriend. I appreciate that. That was audio from the shower, by the way. <laughs> you had to handle your dad's cock with your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel sorry for my dad because, like, how do you even explain that to your wife? That sounds like you're preemptively, like, trying to, like, head it off at the past that you molested your own kid. Like, hey, um, if he says anything about me having my cock in his hand, he grabbed it. And, uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> Man, Rich, you missed it. You nearly made Chris do a spit take on his MacBook. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, dude. See, my cock was already in his hand because <laughs> he grabbed it. <laughs> it's like the worst excuse ever. <laughs> no, it's already there. <coughs> oh. <coughs> I, I found a wiener picture. I'm gonna send. Oh it, God! I'm gonna send oh. it to the group. Oh. No, no, no! No. Right. no, I want my rosy colored glasses to stay. I don't want to see your wiener. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> It's not the best, but this is from the cover of the New York Post. <laughs> but it's not a, Everything it's not you said taken out of context is hilarious. But it shows in the center there the, the picture in question, the latest picture, right? So he's laying Dude, down. that baby is right next to his groin. Right. Whoa! <laughs> it looks like, you know how when guys take a picture hell? of their dick and they do the comparison shot where they'll put like a, you know, a D-cell battery next to it or something? Or like a quarter or something to show ratio? Like, my dick's half the size is, of this baby. Yeah, this is what he's doing. He's like, this is how big my dick is compared to babies. <laughs> you know... The whole baby's arm holding an apple isn't right. that impressive when you actually put the baby next to your cock. Maybe that's what's happening. The baby was like mistakenly reaching down his pants. Maybe that is a baby's arm in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But and, 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 like, son, someday nice, all this nice will be yours. Like, the internet's no uh no stranger to you know, the picture of the dad with the baby. And, you know, we're all supposed to think of, like, oh, what a hero this guy is. Look at him. He's, he's, you know, falling asleep with the baby on his chest. He's doing his work as dad. You know, he's putting in the hours. And this guy manages to do that and get a shot of his dick in it. So 
and clearly, I mean, you see what I'm talking about. Nice it's not day. exposed, but I mean, if you had to like do a chalk outline, like if it died right there, and you had to come in and like you would, you would know what was going to be a boner in a picture. <laughs> you would, you would know where to trace. You know, you wouldn't have to lift the underwear up. Oh, uh, dude, this guy is okay. I don't he know needs why to, I think that's like somebody's job. He what really needs to hit a meeting dicks. about. <laughs> sexting because I cannot believe how many times idea, like on the he gets thigh. caught. Like, just take pictures without your head in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really need to get 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 off that way, just just take selfies from like mid chest down. Isn't this wife number two? That's that's left him. I, I have no idea, is. but is I, I know that she him? works closely with the Hillary campaign. So, oh yeah. He is, I mean, uh, uh, if I was his wife, I'd be like, I wouldn't even be upset. I'd be like, really? Really? Again. Didn't we learn from last time? It's the internet, <laughs> stupid. No. Yeah, yeah. It's forever, dummy. Look, I don't know. Yeah, anyone who's surprised by this, probably the same people that were surprised by Chris Brown's recent behavior. Like, don't we already know who this guy is? <laughs> why, why is it news when they do this shit? The 49ers quarterback, what? what's his name? Chris Brown Colin doesn't Kaepernick. like women. Kaepernick. Yeah. yeah, Kaepernick. What's your What's your take on that? I think he's fucking dumb. I think it's a non-story. I think he's going to be on the bench a whole season, and he's maximizing his time on the bench. Oh, what's okay. the story? I don't know. Fill me in. He won't stand up for the national anthem. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I mean, that's his right. Yeah. Yeah. I think if he's trying to play another down of football in the NFL, he's not, he's not helping his chances. Right. I think it would be the, you know, the owner's right to fire him if they chose to over this type of behavior, right? Sure. They would be within that's, their rights. Yeah, he's breaching contract. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, let him. Like, it's a big He's deal. not saying that I can't. Like, or, you know, he's not telling all the other players that they can't stand. I agree with his right to do what he wants, and I laugh at the fact that he wants to um, fuck up his own career in that, in that way. Like, that's what you want to be known for. I don't know this guy from Adam, only that he came up in the news recently with this controversy. But, I mean, you got a good thing going with sports. Why are you trying to fuck it up with your politics? Yeah. Well, the cynic in me kind of agrees with Chris that, you know, <clears throat> he, okay, three years ago he started, he started in the Super Bowl. So he's a second-string quarterback. He's fallen off, obviously. The cynic in me yeah. says he's trying to draw attention to himself because any press is better than no press. Right. Um, the other part of me is like, this isn't the first athlete to do this. In fact, if we want to go close to home, Chet Lemon... And uh, Lou Whitaker didn't stand for the national anthem. Ooh. Didn't stand for the national anthem for religious reasons. You've had a number of NBA players the, the same thing. A couple of football players before this um, for whatever religious reasons. I think, and no, they weren't all Muslim. There was a couple of them that were Muslim, but there was, because uh, I know someone's out there going, because they're Muslim. But uh, I think a couple of witness, and they, they look at it as, idolatry to stand for a symbol it's almost you know i guess in their rationale putting a symbol before god 
I don't know. Don't ask me. I don't talk to my invisible friends. I stopped around three years old. Around, my grabbing career and my talking to invisible friends career stopped around the same time. <laughs> but yeah, I so ultimately, I Chris and I talked about this on uh, Sporgy, and I kind of I think we came to an agreement that to us it's like it's a distraction issue in a in a in an election cycle. It's it's a it's just another thing to try to polarize people right. to one side or the other. Right, because right, people are so idealistic with their their concept of the relationship with their country uh, that it's a, an all or nothing thing. If you're mad at your country, then you're not patriotic, which really the opposite is yeah, true. Right, and. It, I mean, any relationship, even the most perfect relationships that last lifetimes, you know, every once in a while, somebody's getting the cold shoulder. Somebody's sleeping on the couch here and there, you know, some, some shit's going to go down, but you move past it if your relationship is strong enough. And I think it's kind of the same way with your country, you know. Uh, it's not always perfect. It doesn't, shit doesn't always go your way. But at the end of the day, it's probably the best country out there. Yeah, it's pretty good. And if you don't think it is, well, then you have options. Right. Well, One to day, me, it's, Mars will be an option. To me, it's um, it's kind of like the flag burden thing. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I I actually I was talking to a buddy of mine about the the whole. Colin Kaepernick thing the other day, and he said, well, well, it's like burning the flag, and I'm like, okay. You have the right to do I, that. I feel the exact same way that I feel about this. He has the right to do it. Would I do it? No, but then I realized, wait a minute, when I was in Cub Scouts, I retired a flag, so I have burned a flag, but that's how you retire a flag properly according to procedure. Anyways. You weren't shitting on it and pissing on it. and I, right. I like how the... Yeah, the, the the people who are more patriotic supposedly are the ones who have the uh, American flag flying from their truck, you know, uh, on their forty five minute commute there and back to to like rag it on the ends and looks like shit. But they're waving the flag, goddammit. it! Because somebody... my flag's been used. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of the things that I've I've Notice in talking to different people, and one of them was my friend I was talking to, is that I said, "Look, man, it's it's not it's not a black and white issue, you know. It's, it's red, white, blue issue. There's a you know, life isn't life isn't black and white. Life is has a lot of shades of gray in it. Grown man, his has a six year degree in his you know a, a master's in history. Said to me when I told him this." It's only started being gray in 2016. And I was like, wow, you really buy into the propaganda the fucking news and media shoves down your throat, don't you? Like, otherwise intelligent human being. And I'm like, how could you say that? Wait, this, ex what did he say again? When I said it's not, it's not as simple as a black or white, left or right issue, there's shades of gray in here. And he said, yeah, well, those shades of gray... Have only started in 2016, and I'm like, N no, they've been there all my life. Don't do any of us remember 
even if you're not sports fans, Roseanne Barr singing the national anthem and people having fucking shit fits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, she disrespected it. And, well, then other people were like, she was singing it. She wasn't singing it well. Well, she grabbed her crotch at the end. Well, did she (laughs) grab her crotch during the song? You know, like, it's just like, it became... There was so many bullshit... There was so many little bullshit arguments besides the fact that she sang the national anthem like shit. Right. By definition, that's gray area. Yeah. President Obama saluted with a coffee in his hand. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I loved that. And then... (laughs) You know, there's your girl. Well, I don't even know. uh, Can you you say that... (laughs) That Roseanne is a horrible person. That she's she's anti-American for making fun of the anthem that way. Or do you blame the person who hired her? Because what did you expect her to do? Like an amazing job? Yeah, she's a comedian. She's, she's a not comedian. a professional singer. She's a comedian and it didn't go over well. Yeah. She just happened to be the comedian to do it. And I and I do believe her explanation for the whole crotch grabbing and spitting after she got done singing it. I do too. She was like, the, the baseball players, all was, they do when they're on the field is yeah, grab their crotch. That and was spit. like game on. Yeah, right. Like now we're going to play baseball. And play here's ball. how they do it grab play your ball. crotch and spit. Yeah. Play yeah. Ball. So, I mean, I, t- I, I believe <clears throat> her when she said that was her intent behind that. It wasn't to disrespect the national anthem she because to her credit she goes i did that already i sang it right so you know she she was self-aware enough to know that this was in no means supposed to be taken serious but then again poor choice either way i think then again you're talking about people who back when hendrix played the national anthem i think they 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 flipped their shit however they flipped their shit when Jose Feliciano did the national anthem. You know, there that was a big controversy. And it's like people just it's symbols. These things do not give us freedom. They're symbols of our freedom. These things no no even if someone goes fuck the national anthem, that doesn't take away our freedom because they did that. And that's what pisses me off. It's just symbols. Well, that's disrespecting people who died for our flag. No, it's not. I don't take it as her making fun of the national anthem. I just, I just thought it was her being her singing the national anthem. You know, she's a comedian. It's, it's, it's fucking. It would have been like semi funny, but it's Roseanne Barr doing the national anthem. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, did we really think that this was going to be a Susan Boyle moment where she was going to start singing and the voice of an angel yeah, was going to yeah, come out? Right. <laughs> you know, come on now. Oh, that I mean, you got what you been great what you like, she for with like that. she didn't rehearse. That would be amazing if they actually dubbed it. She went out there and just <laughs> karaoke that shit, and like some opera singer's voice came out. I could see Will Ferrell doing that kind of shit. I think that's more like, uh, um, oh shit, brain fart. The man on the moon. Uh, Andy Kaufman. Oh, that's, Andy yeah, Kaufman. that's something yeah. like Andy Kaufman would do. Or he'd just come out and sing the Mighty Mouse theme again. <laughs> That's probably what he would do rather than sing the national anthem. <laughs> like, come out, everyone expected him to sing the national anthem. Here I come to save the day. <laughs> well, apparently tonight he, didn't also, he did not stand as well, and a couple players uh, joined in. Um, yeah, actually, a teammate, a teammate, a teammate, and a player on the Seahawks, the opposing team. 
His actual um, beef is what? Well, it's a fourth exhibition game. These could be guys that probably he, won't be playing football after this week. Did we talk about that? And I just forgot. Like his, why is he not standing? What are what is his exact? I don't want. Well, what's his stance on not standing? <laughs> uh, I'm trying. I'm going to paraphrase, but it was along the lines of um, uh, stand. Standing up, I'm not going to stand up and and uh, show respect for a country that is doing nothing when it comes to police brutality and inequality and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, basically, basically, so he, it was. I mean, he he's he's, you know, he has a grievance with his with his country, which is why we have democracy. I have a quote. Right here we go. Uh, I am not going to stand up to show pride in a flag or a country that oppresses black people and people of color. To me, this is bigger than football, and it would be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies, uh, there are bodies in the street and people getting paid, leave, and getting away with murder. Is it? Now, see, I, I, that is what he said. Not, not, that, not that. I'm not saying that that's what he said, but I must have heard an extended or him going a little bit deeper into it because the quote I had heard he had brought up the the quote I had heard he had brought up uh, just police brutality and inequality all around and he went into those subjects a little bit deeper but I'm still pretty much same 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 that's the only quotes I've ever heard was the one you just read I'm on NFL.com but is it I mean once again from his point of view, he's got a valid point. Now, another thing we talked about, Chris and I talked about, is, okay, now what? Because, to me, this just reeks of hashtag activism. Okay, I've started a conversation. It's not good enough anymore. Anyone can go on Twitter and, and put up a hashtag and start a conversation. What are you doing to back it up? Are you, is he spending money? Is he taking his time? To do something besides this, I mean, I you know. I, I, normally, I think I, I'd agree with you on something like this, but I, how do I put this? This is something that could, that has to be changed on a societal level, because, to to really take a broad brush to this, cops are killing poor black men because they think that nobody cares. And if the maybe if more people actually care and voice that opinion, you have less of these deaths actually happening because you know even if it's just the thought of if I kill this n word, I'm going to have a target on my back, you know, with the press and possibly being uh, you know actually sentenced. Like the man, the, the uh, former officer in Atlanta was this week. Yeah, I'll play devil's advocate, though. He's got no problem taking that uh, American money. He's still taking his paycheck. Because it's not an all or nothing thing. You know, just the same way that you can say it doesn't mean that he hates his country because he won't stand for the national anthem. He has a problem with this country, yeah. But, but what's he doing? He's starting a conversation that has already been started. It's been but started. Just because, yeah, but he's but just because you in enjoy every household, basically. Like, it's just brand management. Of course, the NFL has to acknowledge 
you know, all somebody in the NFL had to, right? I mean, they had to just to acknowledge what's going on. You know, the, the you know these people are pissed off. I mean, there's yeah. shit going on in their what community. If, they're pissed off. Well, you know what? what if what if you play for San Francisco, hey. go head across the bridge to Oakland and go w- w- hang out in the neighborhoods and work with those people. Try this yeah. analogy. Yeah. Well, what if I? Uh, what if your girl said to you, hey, um, you know, it's kind of bothersome that uh, you're leaving your clothes laying around all the time and you say, well, you're still living here, huh? Still, like, living here. <laughs> like, you can't, it doesn't mean just because you have a grievance, just because you want some change to happen in your country doesn't preclu- preclude you from being involved in your country in other ways. And certainly, you know, yeah, he likes making money. Where else? But in America, could he make millions of dollars, which I'm assuming he makes? Right. And to ta- hold on, but in the conversation, <clears throat> I will say what it's what pretty much Rich and I were saying earlier, and then I'll say, okay, let me pick him up. If it bothers you. Don't just okay, tell me it bothers you. <laughs> hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Do something because about I don't it, go yeah. response. Right? Yeah. Hold on. I don't go that it's far. Protest. I don't go as I don't go as far as Chris is going, and I understand he's playing, playing devil's advocate to a point. Well, he's but I do like I a- do find it funny that. Colin Kaepernick says, hey, America isn't great in this aspect, this one aspect. Right. And people on the right shit themselves to rush to their computers and talk about what a, what a horrible American he is. Right. Donald Trump stands up and says, make America great again, which is another way of saying America isn't great at the moment. And these same conservatives get up and break their goddamn wrist, slamming their fucking hands together like the fucking chimpanzees they are to support them. The gr- so fuck Fuck that. That's a double standard, how and that's a bunch it, of bullshit. Yeah, how is it that in our history, the, the people that we revere have been the spearhead, of, uh, the spearhead of change in this country, massive change, and yet we can't realize it in real time? The people who, uh, especially these days, it seems more than ever, because of the, the way that we're able to communicate so massively and instantly with everyone, that... Every idea is immediately shot down. That we fear change more than ever and don't recognize people who are calling out for... Re- I mean, yeah, we do come around on certain issues. We've come a long way on, on things recently. Uh, but uh, what, what do you do other than talk about it? I know you say, like, don't just demonstrate. Don't just talk about it or... Uh, you know, choose to uh, stand out in a certain way just by not participating in some patriotic uh, ritual. What do you do about it? Well, if the point about it, if your if your if your idea is that the cops are killing black men because they think nobody cares about it, what do you do other than tell people that you actually do care about? Men in, in uh, black men well, in poor neighborhoods. Okay, in his okay situation, this is he's a he's an African American man, right? Who is in a much better position financially than uh, to, most to of what? the country, yeah. and he has a higher profile. He's well, got those resources he could be using to maybe get out in the communities, maybe start some organizations, give to some organizations, maybe help take some action that so, way. Instead of, I'm not going to stand before I take my giant paycheck that I get 16 weeks a year. Okay, how about this? How about, hold hold on, how about this? How about he just does 
if if I had his if I had his visibility and I had his means, I would I, real simple. I would go okay. I brought attention to this. Now what I'd like to do is I'd like to bring people from the neighborhoods that have issues with the police and have issues with police brutality, and I'd like to bring the police in and I'd like to sit them down and have them talk to each other and actually see each other as human beings and not as in an adversarial role. Because if you've ever lived in the hood, you know no one looks at the police as their friend. That's not true. 90% of people don't look at the police as their friend. And a lot of police don't look at the people in the hood as people they're there to serve and protect. They look at it as they're an occupying force in a hostile environment. And that shit has to... To me, that's where a lot of these problems start. So if I'm Colin Kaepernick, okay, I've drawn attention to this to this problem. I've gotten the, the spotlight on it that I wanted. That's what I would do. And he's got the ways and the know and the means, and I'm sure this has the know-how to to make that happen. And he doesn't need to make that happen on camera either. He can make that happen but off this- camera. Where not you're looking for fucking you know exposure or something. To but, up your Q rating, but this this is a way to get his message across. Okay, this has clearly he, worked. What's part two? If this is the if this the only part though, that's my question. Like, what's your activity? What is your if you if you want him to get out there and you know use his money or his influence to actually make change happen? What does that change look like? Trying to okay. keep black men from committing crimes so that they're not targets by the police. Trying to go in and get the uh, police some sort of like the change racial like, sensitivity training. The change looks like anything other than I won't stand up before the national anthem. I think. Well, the question I have is like how many using his celebrity status to make it an issue that people are talking about is. Probably one of the best things that you could do about this. But issue, what has it done? Opinion. It's made people just. It's, it makes people talk about it, like the, we're that's, doing but right that's now. All that's done, but that's all that it's done. It's just talk. Mm-hmm. It's, we've just moved some more wind around as a country. You're, nothing that right. he. Nothing of the that he's trying to. Uh, fuck campaign for change for is changing. Nothing is in motion. I mean, yeah, it's only been a couple days. Because you're talking about societal change. You're talking about a change of concept. Um, It's bringing it to everybody's And two weeks from now, we ain't going to be talking about this shit. Well, I mean, it's... a wag the dog tactic. (laughs) There you go, Chris. All right. I got to get out of here. Y'all have a great night. Hey, we all got to get out of here. It's late. Damn. Yeah. Fuck. All right. That's it for this one. We did go dark eventually. Thanks, See? Rich. See, yeah. right? No, Rich. We were, before you jumped on, we were talking about like, wow, we didn't talk about any of the shit that pisses us off. We actually had like a light conversation. I didn't bring the shit up. I tried to interject <laughs> dick jokes. I was talking literally about dick jokes. Okay? <laughs> it's your aura. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not taking the hit on this one. <laughs> I was talking about chicken porn. I don't know. Exactly. I'm quoting uh, uh, the Devil's Rejects here. That's not exact. Well, I guess it did, did. Maybe in a way that did kind of interject some darkness in the situation. <laughs> it's not exactly an uplifting film. <laughs> it's not Rudy, that's for sure. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Damn, I had the hiccups like, right at the end. <laughs> 
thanks for listening and tune in next week and follow us on the twitter right at unregimented pod and facebook yeah find us on there like share all the whatever. please tell a friend rate us on itunes yeah hey and i want to thank everybody i started monitoring the feed again apparently feed's been percolating the whole time we haven't been making shows it's been pretty much at the same clip that they were before we quit. Really? I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. People have been catching up with it. Yeah, it could line up perfectly for somebody out there. Yeah. Where they like binge listen to yeah. two years of unregimented and then one like, day catch it. Like it was one nothing. glorious day. It just it just seamlessly flows. I'm really off on a tangent. We gotta say goodnight. Yeah. We'll catch you everybody next week. Alright, later guys. Later. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening Christopher Media let's make some noise thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net